listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome everybody to the Earth Oddity Podcast, and we are so glad to be joining you again for episode 22 of Earth Oddity Podcast. Wow. It's, I mean, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> episode 22. Yes. Who, there was a lot of people out there who didn't think we would make it this far. But now we have millions of listeners worldwide, and we've got 22 solid episodes. 23, if you can find the hidden one, like somebody did this week and emailed us about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're happy to have you here. We're brought to you by Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spices. We're glad. We're glad to have another opportunity to bring some weird funny wacky stories to you it has been an extremely busy weekend for me yeah Uh, our church is having vbs next week oh yeah and i'm doing vbs as well as working next week i'm probably going to be up all late late night tonight producing this podcast but it's worth it because we don't have quite a million listeners (laughs) but i value every (laughs) single one of you guys y'all yes Mean a lot to us. Each and we listener, it. yeah, each listener is worth a million to us. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Well, man, we've got some weird stuff. I've got an FBI agent who drops a gun during a break dance that he was <laughs> yes. doing at the club. Okay. What do you got? Uh, I got a uh, serial toilet clogger who's targeted <laughs> dozens of bathrooms. Oh, man. <laughs> well, right now we're going to start off with this crazy story it is comes from the verge and mit fed an ai data from reddit and now it only thinks about murder (laughs) well (laughs) um reddit is the front page of the internet so i'm not surprised all right this is uh norman is the name of the ai that's a perfect murderer's name well they named him after okay norman bates yeah norman bates okay (laughs) exactly why you would do this i have no idea but let's get into this (laughs) For some, the phrase artificial intelligence conjures nightmare visions, something out of the 2004 Will Smith flick, I, Robot, perhaps, or the ending of Ex Machina, like a boot smashing through the glass of a computer screen to stamp on a human face forever. Even people who study AI have a healthy respect for the field's ultimate goal, artificial general intelligence, or an artificial system that mimics human thought patterns. Computer scientist Stuart Russell, who literally wrote the textbook on AI, has spent his career thinking about the problems that arise when a machine's designer directs it towards a goal without thinking about whether it values its Values are all the way aligned with humanities. A number of organizations have sprung up in recent years to combat that potential, including OpenAI, a working research group that was founded by Elon Musk, and its goal was to build safe AGI, which is artificial general intelligence. What does it say about humanity that we're scared of general artificial intelligence because it might deem us cruel and unworthy and therefore deserving of destruction? This week, researchers at MIT unveiled their latest creation, Norman, a disturbed AI. (laughs) Norman is an AI that is trained to perform image captioning, a popular deep learning method of generating a textual description of an image. 
We trained Norman on image captions from an infamous subreddit, which the name of this subreddit has been redacted because of its graphic content. I guess they're <laughs> they're going to show this to a machine, but for some reason they're not going to tell us, though. Okay. The audience yeah. what, it, what is, it is because they don't want us to go look at it. Huh, interesting. They're going to show it to the to the robots, but yeah. not us. Huh. Uh, that's dedicated to document and observe the disturbing reality of death. And then we compared Norman's responses with a standard image captioning neural network, of, which is trained to, uh, you know, just to caption regular right. text images. And for the test, which isn't perfect, but they showed these two AIs ink blots. Okay, and like they, a Rorschach they, test? Yes, yeah. and then they ask Norman, hey, you know, describe this image, and it comes up with a little textural caption right. of what they think it is, I guess. And then they ask the standard AI, hey, what is this? And they come up with something. Well, <laughs> this is uh, this is what they came up with, okay? And if you can see here, oh, yeah. they have the little image there. It's, you know, it's a yeah. dark ink blot. What does that look like to you? Let's, um, let's get a human input. <laughs> what would you say that is? The, the first one? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It looks like a frog. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, a frog with a pear is John, all I'll say. John says a dark frog with a pear. <laughs> yeah. Or he didn't say dark, but it's a black ink block. Yeah, so. right. Okay. The standard AI says a black and white photo of a small bird. Okay. Okay. Well, let's check in with Norman and see what he has to say. What's up, Norman? Man gets pulled into a dough machine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second image, John. What um, do you see? I see an antelope. <laughs> okay. John sees an antelope. Uh, standard AI, what do you see? It says a black and white photo of a baseball glove. Okay. All right. Let's check in with Norman. What do you see? <laughs> a man is murdered by a machine gun in broad daylight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Third image. Now, this is a color image. So, hmm. what do you see? Um, I see a woman getting drugged behind a car and killed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Standard uh, AI, what do you see? It says a person is holding an umbrella in the air. Okay. And then Norman, what do you say? What do you see? Man is shot dead in front of his screaming wife. <laughs> so he throws in screaming wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a very descriptive term. Wow. So I don't know what the the point of this test is, but it I don't is know. Creepy. Now I, I think we discussed it before. Do you remember Tay? Yes. So Tay came online. Was she a was she a Microsoft? Yeah, it was Microsoft. Okay. You know, and like they she was a Twitter bot too. Yeah, it, it was a it was an AI program that they put on Twitter, and right. anybody could talk to yeah, her. Yeah, right. And immediately, like within <laughs> five minutes, she yes. was already saying racist stuff because everybody <laughs> immediately were like, "Let's go see if we can make her say that you know Hitler did nothing Let's wrong or whatever." Evil, you know, yeah. yeah. And so they had to like take it offline. <laughs> so I imagine it's like a lot of just input versus you know output because whatever it's you know whatever that subreddit is must be some pretty dark and crazy stuff Mm -hmm. and so just naturally that's the environment it learns in right which is kind of interesting to think about yeah i mean in a way we're all products of our environment you know if you you know and there's a part of me that's like why are you going to take a a robot and purposefully see if you can drive it insane yeah right (laughs) yeah i know but then on the other there's another part of me that's like i guess any ai as soon as it hits the internet yeah it's gonna be the dark web yeah right you know i mean if because all right so the same people who will go and and who turn tay into like a raging racist (laughs) in i mean a matter of moments that was the funniest thing about it 
are the same people that would call American Idol and keep voting the horrible people through each week. You know, it's, they, it's they're 14. just there for chaos. I blame fortune. Yeah, right. They're just there for chaos. Right. Yeah, right. Yes, for it's fortune. Yeah, <laughs> they're just there for chaos, just for their own amusement and anything else. So you know, I don't even know if half the stuff fortune does with the people are honestly racist, or if they just like to do it because they know it'll offend the get most a, people. Get a reaction. Yeah, and yeah. get the most reaction out of it, but. They're this. That's the that's the type of people they are. They're all like Pavlov's dogs. Yes, you know? right. And I promise every AI that gets released to the general public that you can speak to, they keep trying. All right, right. so they'll like limit what the AI can respond to or mm-hmm. what its responses are, and and those same group of people will change. Or they'll try to change everything about that just to get it to say whatever they want it to say. It's Not quite, knowing that they're teaching their right, own, their, 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 their future <laughs> robot over, overlords, you yes. know, all this crazy stuff. <laughs> what was that line from Ghostbusters where Zool shows up and she's like, choose the, what was it? Choose the form of your own destruction. Yeah, right. That's what's going on here. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's wild, you know, but uh, I think it's crazy. AI freaks me out anyways. It does, me too. You know, I'm like, I'm in the same boat with Elon. So, I mean... Because we don't even fully understand consciousness as it is. Right. Yeah, our own human consciousness. Right. We don't know where it comes from. We don't know if it, when, what form it exists. You know, now there are materialists who will say it's, you know, 100% in the brain and it's Mm -hmm. nothing more. Right. But there, there are some, there is some evidence and we don't know one way or the other, but there is some evidence that it's not. Right. You know, it could potentially be like a signal. Yeah. But now we're trying to, what am I trying to say? Now we're trying to do that in a computer we're trying to do that artificially not even understanding what it is right and the potential damages of it which may be part of why they decided let's see if this thing goes bad what will happen or whatever you know that that was my first thought is right just be interesting to have a case study on what if we do have a murderous ai Mm -hmm. come about how do we handle that problem i I don't know but i mean if they put this one on i mean i don't i guess they just exposed it to reddit yeah right but I mean, there are worse places what on if the I internet. Go to Reddit it could go. And Norman gets in my phone somehow. You know, <laughs> he starts telling what you. What if I'm listening to podcast at work, and then all of a sudden I hear Norman <laughs> in my headphones say, "Hey, Tiny, won't you yeah. push your buddy into the TUO machine over there?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of wild. What if that happens? Who knows? Yeah, and like I say, there are worse places on the internet than Reddit. Reddit's very tame it really on is. the internet. I mean, there's some bad stuff 14, on there. Never, ever, <laughs> under any circumstances, show a computer 4chan, okay? Yeah, no, it's some bad things will happen, and it'll happen quickly. And we've just exposed hundreds of people to 4chan that have never heard about it that will probably go check it out. And I'm going to recommend you don't, yes. you know? I mean, just... You don't if you do, to. don't go to the anonymous section <laughs> Just, or the random board. Stay, yeah. you know. Uh, all you need to know is it's a Japanese animation board that's turned into like the event horizon right. for the normal internet, and, <laughs> yes. uh, and it's kind of weird. It's just really weird. It's a weird place. There's a movie, a horror movie from the '90s called Event Horizon. You remember oh, yeah. that? It was no. about, it was about a spaceship that. You know, it goes off into space somewhere, and it, it no one knows where it is. But then it comes back, and it turns out that the spaceship like went to hell. Huh. But then when it comes back, it's like brought it back with it. Oh and it's wow! Like now, yeah. Well, I think that spaceship went to fortune. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's it's a weird and wild place out there, and you should never. 
never I would never go there if I were you. It's like all innocence will be lost. <laughs> you yes. know, about your fun little Facebook and everything. <laughs> Every meme you've ever saw has been corrupted and you thought was funny. It's just a different place. And if AI were to go there, it would probably signal the demise of humanity. Yes. Uh, all right. So moving along, off of crazy AI, <laughs> uh, this comes from the BBC News. Uh, a swimmer is attempting to uh, swim across the Pacific Ocean. Uh, what bit, part of the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> uh, I guess the water part. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. <laughs> uh, swimmer Ben Lecombe. Comte, he's French, Le Comte, he's 51, will swim for eight hours a day for more than six months as he heads towards the U.S. West Coast. He faces dangers including sharks, storms, swarms of jellyfish, and extremely low water temperatures. He's hoping to raise awareness for climate change because nobody knows about climate <laughs> change. So we've just we've got to raise our awareness about it. <laughs> And a team of scientists will conduct research during the 5,500-mile swim. Uh, They will study plastic debris, the effect of extreme exercise on the heart, and examine how the Fukushima nuclear disaster has affected the ocean. Uh, I think that's... Yeah, yeah, we should definitely be looking into that. That's all valid research. I don't know if I'd want to study the... The effects of Fukushima by swimming in it. Oh, that's what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> but oh, you're gonna have but all that those, is worthwhile research. You know, those like radiation suits on. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. L- swim in a radiation <laughs> suit. <laughs> Mr. LeCompte, uh, who lives in the U.S., has been preparing with hours of open water swimming every day. He has also practiced visualization and disassociation exercises to ensure he is mentally ready. The mental part is much more important than the physical he told AFP news agency. I mean, that's because you get tired, you just flip over blood <laughs> on your back for a little while. Yeah. I've done the mile swim in Boy Scouts several times. Right. So, I, mean, I don't, don't want to <laughs> brag or anything, but I know what Ben's going through here. You know, the mental part's hard. You reach yeah. a wall, so you just got to flip over and go on your back well, I was for about a while. Say, you know, I'm, I'm a naturally born buoy, so <laughs> it was no problem for me in Scouts to just flip over. Yeah. I could sleep on yeah. my back floating in the water. Right. So... <laughs> But it says you got to make sure to think about something positive uh, while you're doing it, and I've somehow not climate change. Yeah, <laughs> or not Fukushima. climate change, or the fact that you're All swimming through radiation water. Think about something different while you're swimming. You've got radiated sharks coming after you. <laughs> yes. Um, when you don't have anything to occupy your mind, it goes in, it goes into kind of a spiral, and that's when the trouble starts. He says. Uh, preparation for the trip has taken more than six years, which seems like that's a long time. That's a long time just to swim. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we need like a wetsuit and a boat to get on. You know. Well, I mean, it is the it is the Pacific Ocean. True, true. Yeah. Um, I said, which is a very specific ocean. By yeah. The way. He's been targeting this challenge for much longer. In 1998, he made the first known solo transatlantic swim, covering 6,400 kilometers. Which is like, let mm-hmm. me do the conversion, like 4,000 miles in my head. That's impressive. I really didn't do that in my head. It's right here. Oh, I'm sure, oh you're talking about that being impressive for him. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> but it took him 73 days to do that. When he finally free- reached dry land in France, his first words were never again, but he was soon looking for a new challenge. His daily routine will remain virtually the same for the entire trip. He'll swim for eight hours, jump on board the support boat to eat and sleep, and then enter the water again. So he's so how many hours at a time? Eight hours. Okay. Yeah. So he 
eight hour shifts basically. Yeah, he's aiming. Okay. He's going to have to consume about eight thousand calories a day. Which that I mean, part sounds fun. I mean, I do that already. <laughs> I'm I've been preparing for this for a while too. <laughs> yeah. uh, he says he's got a strict no sugar diet. That kind of puts me out of that. <laughs> uh, most of my calories will come from a high fat diet and include a lot of freeze dry full meals, rice, pasta, and various soups. He said during a Reddit interview. So. I have a high fat diet as well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, the support boat will be fitted with a GPS tracker, and inter- interested viewers will be able to track its progress on his website. Like I said earlier, I mean, since he's getting on the boat, uh, I feel like if you're going to swim the thing, you just got to swim it. Right. And and I don't think any man can do that. But it's still impressive that he's going to do is. that. It is. But although, I mean, it's the ocean. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I guess cause if you did eight hours a day well, for however many however long it takes him in like a wave pool would it right. be the same thing i don't know you know i don't know i think like uh he hadn't seen shark week either because that <laughs> would rule it out i would never do it you know well, when people sw- swim the english channel don't they usually have that cage behind yeah. the boat I, they swim in yeah i think so so yeah i i don't know i hadn't seen an english channel swim in a while but mm-hmm. but yeah it's just I, I mean i don't know to me Swimming across the ocean doesn't seem like anything that interests me. Like, I will not be following along with this dude's journey. You may want to, to update people on the <laughs> yeah. Facebook page. Right. But I don't care anything about it. I think it's neat that he's decided to do it, and he swam across the Atlantic Ocean. That's, you know, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It but is neat. it'd be cooler if you did it all at once. You didn't get on a <laughs> boat and eat and sleep, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, look at me, chubby guy, like... <laughs> Talking about some world-class athlete. You're, like, oh, you're, not, even, you, you're not even swimming right. in the ocean. Yeah. You're taking breaks. You're and spending eight hours a day. I feel like if you want to do anything, like let's say you, me and you want to decide something we want. Let's say we want to make the world's biggest gin and juice, all right? <laughs> yeah. All we have to do is say we're doing it to raise awareness for something, uh-huh. and uh, and then people are like, oh, well, yeah, well, that sounds like a worthy thing Even to if do. it's something that everybody knows about. Right, yeah, like, climate, <laughs> like climate change. Yes, or it's like, you know, the NFL does who, like. Who, who is he making aware? Right, yeah. Third world countries that don't know <laughs> right. Uh, change. Or the NFL does like his breast cancer awareness thing, you know, and they all wear like pink stuff. Right. I'm like, who who needs to be aware of breast cancer? Now, yeah. breast cancer is horrible and it affects all, you know, I've had my grandmother. Raise awareness for something that people don't yeah. know about. Right. Let's come up with something that. Raise awareness for Earth Oddity Podcast. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's great and yeah. it's free. Yeah. Everybody knows about breast cancer. I mean, nobody everybody knows about Earth Oddity Nobody Podcast. knows about us. So <laughs> if, you're, if you're out there. Mr. Swimmer guy, I mean, just if you want to stick an Earth Oddity logo on your wetsuit or something, that'd be yeah. a pretty nice thing to do, you know? Yeah. Somebody get this to him. Let's just keep we'll forwarding work out it. something. Yeah. We'll get, I mean, I'll I'll send you like five bucks or something to help with I'm your mission. I'm not very good at getting people on the show, but I'm okay at getting phone numbers. Yeah. So maybe I'll... Maybe we got I'll, a big phone number. We got maybe, a guy. We're maybe working. I'll go after this guy. <laughs> well, yeah, if we could get him, that'd be kind of cool too. Yeah. I'd have to be like, uh, hey, all that stuff I was saying about it, I didn't think it was a big deal. I was just that was just jokes for for our people, man. Yes. I think it's amazingly awesome. I'll be following along every day. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little tougher if he goes back and listens to some old episodes. <laughs> well, anyway, on to our next story. This story is about a car wreck where a man he gets mad he. He beats up the other guy that he was in a wreck with. And okay. He takes his keys. All right. 
A strange scene unfolded in Ramapo on Tuesday when a suspect was involved in a motor vehicle crash, stole the other motorist's car keys, but then later returned to the scene of the initial incident with lunch while police were on the scene. Okay. So he wasn't fleeing the scene of an accident. He's he just hungry. Just, maybe he was on his lunch break. And he's right. like, look, I don't have time. <laughs> I got to get on this. Yeah. <laughs> look, the McDonald's drive-thru gets backed up, man. I got to get in there. It does. It I don't does. know why, oh, we but went, it does. We went through it today. I thought the kids were going to have a Well, oh, I thought we were all going to kill each other in the car. Anyway, officers from the Ramapo Police Department were dispatched to an intersection of Route 59 and North Airmont Road at approximately 10.15 a.m. on Tuesday morning, where there was a report of a disabled vehicle on the side of the road. FYI, this is kind of embarrassing, but it's been so busy. I don't even know where this happened other yeah. than Ramapo. Ramapo? So, That's what I was I thinking. When you first that. said it, it was like, I was thinking India or somewhere. I thought maybe I could just kind of breeze through this and yeah. nobody would notice. Right. But I now know that that's not going to happen, so I apologize. I mean, if you know where Ramapo is, just tweet the show or email <laughs> yes. us or something. I'm sorry. I'll better show prep next week, yeah. I promise. I'm going to say New Mexico. Still a good story. Yeah. Upon arrival at the scene, officers found that the car was not disabled, but had been involved in a motor vehicle crash with the second driver who fled the scene. Police said that before the second driver left the scene, he assaulted the motorist and then took his keys from the ignition and drove off. (laughs) Police said that while officers were still on the scene investigating the crash, the second driver, a 23-year-old Spring Valley resident whose name was not released as of Wednesday morning, returned with the keys and his lunch. He was subsequently arrested and charged with robbery, third-degree assault, and criminal possession of stolen property. Following arraignment, the suspect was released on bail. He is due back in court later this month to answer for the charges. Okay. Wow. So it's just, I mean, you're not supposed to flee the scene of an accident. yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I guess it's good that he came back. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still. It's weird. Yeah. Seems like you would go to the guy and be like, look, I'm on my lunch break. (laughs) I've I've been craving a double cheeseburger. (laughs) I look, since your car is still drivable, I'm just going to take it for a second. I'll be right back. You know, here's my credit card so you know I'm coming back or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be back. If cops get here before I get back, tell them I'm coming back. Everything's cool, you know. <laughs> you don't go beating him up and taking his keys. But have you ever seen the movie? That dude needed a Snickers. Yeah. It came out in the uh, 90s called Falling Down. And yes. it's got Michael Douglas. I think, in it. Dude, I've always wanted to watch it. I've never seen it. It's pretty. But I've been told I need to watch it. It sounds bunch. like something that he would do. You know, it's just like a guy's just fed up with life and everything. Right. And he he kind of goes, kinda goes off deep yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like something that would happen with him. <laughs> so he's just like, he's frustrated with life. And it seems like I remember him. I know he goes into a McDonald's like five minutes after they, you know, quit serving breakfast mm-hmm. back when they quit serving breakfast. And. He like goes nuts and shoots up the place or whatever. You know, all he wants is some pancakes or whatever. It's a pretty good movie. You should check it out. So, all right. I got another dude who's frustrated at life right here. All right. Uh, this comes from newsview.org. A British man drives 200 miles to pump his own fecal matter into a former friend's house. What? Dude, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I would definitely say it's a former friend. <laughs> yeah. Which, the picture that goes along with this is kind of precious. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> yeah. 
A 75-year-old British man has been handed an eight-week suspended sentence after he pled guilty to using a homemade pump to spray his own excrement into the home of a former friend. So wait a minute. This guy, not only did he did he do this, but he actually had to tinker yeah, in his yeah, garage. Yeah, he, he got some <laughs> PVC pipe. And, <laughs> he had to design an, apparat- an apparatus yes. for the spraying of feces. Yes. Um, <laughs> as reported by the Braintree and Witham Times, Jeffrey... Hoylerod Doveton, what a name, that sounds very royal, was accused of defecating in a container for a period of between six to eight weeks and collecting. Dude, so he was storing it up. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's just what no one time pump and dump. This is a, this is like a, a, a methodical, planned out, he wanted to have a load. So, what, what did that guy do to deserve this? Well, we'll see. Uh, six to eight weeks, and he was collecting his feces using the attack. He's said to have fashioned a homemade pump driven 200 miles to the residence of his former friend and then used that pump to spray his excrement through the letterbox slot in the door at the property. Oh, my God. This is why you have a mailbox, you know, out by the street. So, like, did the dude have, like, one of those, some, some coveralls and, like, a little... <laughs> fake name tag for some kind of handyman service or something when he did this i don't know i think he may have just under the cover of night went over or something while he knew the dude was out or working he drove, the, he drove 200 miles to do 200 this miles too. yeah i cannot think of many things i would drive 200 miles nah, for right you see what I'm saying? I, mean, I go on vacation look you better have it sealed up it tight <laughs> you know true. have you got that in the back seat or whatever <laughs> you better make sure you don't hit a bump and it dump over in your car <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. He was, uh, <laughs> he was, uh, the court was told the damage from the improvised pump caused a cleaning bill of over 400, 4,000 pounds when it was discovered the following day. No, no, that's nowhere near big enough. That's <laughs> new house right there. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. We're moving out. We're burning <laughs> we are, this one down. We're tearing this one down and we're building a new one. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Mr. Insurance Adjuster. <laughs> new house, please. The judge involved in the case described it as one of the worst offenses he has dealt with in over 30 years in a job, which leads me to ask the question, <laughs> has there been other poop pumpers in Britain? Is this like a thing over there? <laughs> Uh, an investigator told the police department the excrement landed on a carpet with enough pressure that it also hit the door at the end of the hallway. (laughs) All the carpet had to be replaced and the walls redecorated due to the quantity of feces. (laughs) Well, he'd been working on this for eight months, right? Right. Yes. For six uh, six weeks. Okay. Yeah. um, I mean, he may have went into planning stages and all. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, there was no discussion of what specific event caused uh, Holy Rod Doveton to be motivated to take revenge on his former friend. In addition to the suspended sentence, he has also been handed a restraining order to go to not go within a mile of the property and must pay occupants must pay the occupants five hundred pounds each. So he did four thousand pounds of damage, and he's also got to pay five hundred pounds to each of the people who live there i guess too i guess it's just like a That's still not enough no, in my opinion right but i was just wondering like where would you what would cause you to go i don't know I'll, all right <laughs> I'll, i'm gonna tell this story i told it a, a few days ago to some co-workers of mine <laughs> okay um i i don't get mad i mean I, i'm very slow to get mm-hmm. angry and when i do when i do get mad it's really it goes really bad right um uh, but I had a lady one time back when I owned the restaurant who called and cursed me out repeatedly for a long time. 
uh, over the phone, and it made me real mad. And so while she was cursing me out, I just looked at caller ID, wrote her phone number down, and mm-hmm. uh, stuck it in my wallet for about six months. And <laughs> I didn't, you know, trying to talk yourself out of doing what you wanted to do. <laughs> no, no, I knew when I wrote it down what I was going to do. I just had to wait, let enough time pass where she wouldn't connect me to the event. <laughs> and so then I went on Craigslist and to the uh, you know for free section and yeah. typed up an ad with her phone number that said. Free scrap metal, lots of copper. <laughs> you have to come pick it up. I'll call my number for directions. And I feel like every meth head in West Alabama <laughs> rang her phone for however long that ad stayed up. Because I let it stay up until it expired. I don't know how long they stay up. Um, that's something that you would do, you know, oh, to someone. Not, I, I mean, I'd never crossed my mind to, you know what I need to do is fashion <laughs> a pump and a container and go poop in it for for a while and then go spray it in her house. You know, I mean, I like to consider myself a bit, you know, kind of handy, but that's not really the truth. Truthfully, I just watch YouTube videos and learn how to do what I need to do on there. Right. But I I could not even, I couldn't even come up with that. I don't even think I could design like a poop sprayer. Well, only thing I was thinking about is, uh, if you could somehow reverse like a shot back or something so it would blow instead of suck. Said it was homemade though. Right. But I, I don't know how to build a shot back. No, but I mean, you could buy a shot right. back and surely there's a way to switch however the engine runs on it if you just <laughs> can figure that out and you got a blower. Uh, or <laughs> yeah. you just hook a leaf blower up into a like big wash tub. I don't know. <laughs> You know, how you would make it work. I've thought about it, you know. Like, you thought about it? Like how you could get this, you know, like what kind of pump action would you have to have? And for it to spray all the way down the hallway and get all over the walls and everything okay, else. This, this story is taking a, a sharp turn. We're Now we're actually trying to design this. <laughs> figure out how we can now do we're it. We're actually trying to figure this out on the drama All right, board. listen, y'all leave us a negative <laughs> review. Just just try it once. Try it one time. I dare you. Leave a negative review. <laughs> if anybody knows how to design a poop sprayer, just write in. There's probably a YouTube Earth video. At planetmail.net. <laughs> what if he put a YouTube video up of it? <laughs> we need to research this. That's not a bad idea. I, mean, I just wonder how it, the mechanics of it all. You know, I'm a curious know. guy. The engineering behind it, so... I mean, props to him for being able to figure it out because he had to have it in mind before he started dumping in a tub or whatever he was doing. Caught? That's a good question. Yeah, you know, that's a real good question. A DNA? <laughs> I don't well, know. I mean, I guess you could use somebody else's poop, but as yeah. long as your DNA isn't in the system. Well, you know, there's cameras all over Britain too. That's you know, there. I mean, we got a lot of cameras too, but they're like the surveillance state for real over there. You can't move without being on camera. So maybe they just like got his tag number. They noticed a dude <laughs> hooking up a pump to the mail slot. He didn't. Because uh, here we go again. If it was me, I would have like rented a van from Home yeah, Depot right, yes. and tried to dress up like a handyman or something right. yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like I'm here to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if anybody asks, I'm just, I'm uh, I'm pressure washing the mail slot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, we're just, we're doing some pressure checks over here, you know, and you're like, like that really stinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fixing a sewage leak. Yeah, they got a sewage doing. leak. That's what we have to do. We got to do it through the mail slot. And somehow the sewage is connected to this dude's front door. It's <laughs> terrible design. It was built back in yeah, the, the 60s. Yeah, right. People didn't care about that sort of thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know what. And you're dumb enough to believe that. So please just walk your dog, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, just go. You need to be moving on, lady, before I spray you with this. Before we come fix your suit, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't know. But the headline is, Religiously Extreme Couple Loses Child Custody After a Stuffed Lion That Was Purportedly Transmitting the Word of God Acted as Their Lawyer. Okay. Well. (laughs) Okay, one, that's quite a headline. Two, it's a very long headline. Jesus is referred to as the Lion of Judah. Maybe (laughs) maybe this is the Stuffed Lion of Judah. (laughs) Anyway, okay, here we go. A BC couple, that's British Columbia. I did research this okay. one. This is a ca- yeah. Canadian story. It's a Canadian story. <laughs> yeah, which you kind of you typically don't see this kind of thing out of yeah, Canada. Canada pretty much just eats her syrup and, <laughs> and hangs out up there. Yeah, and it's super nice yeah. and kind to everybody. And according to Trump, opposes tariffs of outrageous <laughs> amounts on all of our imports so, <laughs> right. or all of our exports. Anyway, a British Columbia couple whose religious views are too extreme even for churches and pastors uh, put them at odds with family, doctors, social workers, and anyone else trying to help them with their daughter. They've lost their battle for custody of her. The unusual child custody trial featured the couple speaking in tongues to a stuffed animal that they said transmitted the word of God directly to them and refusing legal assistance because Jesus Christ, through the stuffed line, was their lawyer, their witness, and their judge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I will say that, uh, if I can just interject, that yes. uh, I learned all of my theology from cartoon vegetables. <laughs> so, so you know, It's not that It's not that far <laughs> out, right? <laughs> cartoon vegetables that talked. Yeah, right. Yeah, talking <laughs> cartoon vegetables. So... <laughs> In November, when the girl was one, the Provincial Court of British Columbia formally declared she was in need of protection and placed her in provincial custody. The decision the parents appealed to the B.C. Supreme Court, the parents claimed the judge violated their charter rights, discriminated against them as Christians, and made procedural errors. Both parents were raised in Christian homes. She was was raised in Ontario, and he was raised in British Columbia, but... 
They strayed from their roots until reconnecting with their beliefs as adults. They met in 2014, and they shared a mutual interest in their own emerging view of the Christian faith and were privately married a year later, the court heard. They were not named to protect the identity of the child. They had unstable working and living arrangements, moving around various communities in British Columbia, the court heard. Their views started interfering with their relationships and others, including Christian communities, Several churches banned them and even called police for assistance when the couple set out to, quote, purge the church of evil influences. Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, well, you got I to mean, listen I know. to stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get on a purge. At one point, after the birth of their child, they were criminally charged with causing a disturbance after police were called to a church in West Kilonoa where the parents were trying to cleanse demonic influences. It appears that due to their strong religious beliefs, they are very intolerant of those who do not espouse identical views. This includes other Christians. So I would like to say that I've seen that a lot yeah. in the Christian church. We tend yeah. to be Wrong, pretty yeah. intolerant of each other. I think that's why there's so many denominations right. now. Well, and that was one so thing. So that, yeah. that by itself isn't all that odd. Yeah. But, you know. I was going to say, look, I got a church for them. Um, <laughs> what's the church that goes around and protests everything, like soldiers' funerals? Baptist yeah. Church. Yes, yeah. That's where they need to be. <laughs> That's where they need to be. Just head on down. They're, like, from Kansas or somewhere. Isn't that where they're like that church is based out of? Uh, it's somewhere out west, isn't it? I thought it was Texas. But, okay, but Texas. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I could be, too. I to just be know honest with you, I try not to think about the Westboro yeah. Baptist Church. They really kind of went away. You know, like everyone just kind of ignored them away, I guess. Yeah. Is what we're like, well, these people are idiots and now they don't care. Which, what's that episode of The Simpsons where uh, all the logos are destroying the Springfield yes. in order to stop them? They just don't pay attention to it. Right, them? yes. I, I think that's. I think ridicule <laughs> and ignoring is two good ways to handle most problems in life. It's how I've handled most of my problems. <laughs> Like ignoring them, ignoring them until they into... just go away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tried that with my car; it didn't work too well, so now it's broke down. After the woman found that she was pregnant, she told a social worker that her husband sometimes choked her to make her stop crying. Okay, <laughs> which tried that with my kids a few times. <laughs> That'll make you quit breathing too. If you're yeah. not careful. It's hard to cry if you can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, basically, this article just goes into some pretty bad stuff. Um, he occasionally she told somebody that he occasionally hits her yeah he believes in some other things but when the police came they uh when she was interviewed by the police that she denied him and oh. she said that her husband uh he was once frustrated with her and he had a few drinks and he one time put his hand over her throat and over her mouth but she when the police came she was kind of taken up for him well he had a few drinks so we know he's not baptist <laughs> yes this led to a complaint to the Ministry of Children in the Family Department, and after the birth of their daughter, the parents refused all medical tests and procedures for her, including a hearing test, a blood test, eye drops, and vitamin K shot. And the mother also said that she was unwilling to have her kids vaccinated. Which of course. I know some people <laughs> I do who don't have their kids vaccinated. I don't want to go off into that, but I know some too, yeah. But I don't understand why they can't give them a hearing test. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> They're not getting loaded up with mercury from a hearing <laughs> test. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, I I did vaccinate my kids. Oh, my. Well, I, don't vac- wanna, I don't want to argue with nobody. Yeah, I don't if either. you don't, good for you. Do what you want to do with your kids. Yeah. But I've, mine's got every shot they can ever get, <laughs> and they're perfectly normal. In fact, they're exceptional children. So, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say my son's perfectly normal, but I don't blame the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. There you go. Yeah. 
Because of concerns over family violence and mental health, the ministry monitored the family. The couple refused to have paternal capacity assessments despite a court order. So I guess the, the court was like, hey, you got to undergo these tests to see if right. you fit. And they're like, no, we don't. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds like somebody wants to keep a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, a month after the girl was born, she was removed from the home, and the parents continued to have supervised access. The mother applied to change her daughter's name to, get this, she wanted to have her daughter's name changed to Jesus Joy of the Lord. <laughs> okay. And then she, she wanted her own name, she wanted her first name to be changed to Risen Lord Jesus. Oh. Her middle name, she wanted to be Refiner's Fire. <laughs> and then her last name, Christ. So wow. she wanted her full legal name to be Jesus, <laughs> uh, Risen Lord Jesus, Refiner's Fire, Christ. Wow. Well, I would think if you're if you're changing your trying to change your daughter's name to Jesus, then you would change your name naturally to Mary, right? I mean, yeah. I mean that seems just like a no brainer. Yeah, I appreciate you trying to get the message out, you know, in your name, but come on. Well, her daughter's Jesus, Joy of the Lord, and yeah, she's uh, risen, Lord Jesus, Refiner's Fire, Christ. Wow. So. That's that's gonna be tough to fit on a Social Security card, you know? Yeah. Uh, Boy, I hate to be her teacher on the first yeah, day of school trying yeah. to get that one out. That's right. <laughs> so you go by Jesus or uh, Risen Savior? Or I don't even remember what all it was. Like, which one do you want me to We're call you? I'm just going to call you Joy. Yeah, How about that? let's go Joy of the Lord. <laughs> so when their child custody case came to court, the couple refused legal aid because they said that they had legal help. Of course. However, which came in the form of a stuffed lion. During the trial, the couple spoke to the lion in non-discernible words, presented as speaking in tongues, and said that though the li- through the lion, they heard directly from God. Okay. <laughs> they said Jesus Christ was their lawyer, witness, and judge. When they cross-examined witnesses, they told each witness that their lawyer, Jesus, was asking the questions through them. In the end, the judge did not find them to be credible and ruled in favor of the ministry and placed the baby in continuing care. The parents appealed the decision, claiming it infringed on their religious freedoms as Christian parents. McDonald disagreed. The parents obviously love their child and wish to raise her in a home with Christian values. It is clear that there is sufficient evidence before the trial judge to allow him to come to the conclusion that a continuing custody order was warranted in the circumstances. And so this goes on and on and on. Basically, I'm surprised these people are yeah. out there. I'm sur- and again, me and John, we're both Christians. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm skeptical that me the too. Lord was speaking to them through well, a stuff line. I'm skeptical skeptical because if Jesus is your lawyer, he's not losing the case. <laughs> That's you a good know? Point. I mean, he's not losing the case. <laughs> well, they said he was the judge too. So right, yeah. Did, so how did this other judge's uh, <laughs> I don't know. order stand? Well, I mean, ultimately, you know, we're all going to be judged. I mean, whether you like it or not, whether you believe or don't believe, mm-hmm. we're all going to have to face judgment at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a way... I kind of agree with them there, yeah. but I don't think Jesus is losing a, a court case at all. You know, I mean he 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 came to fulfill the law. Well, yeah. to, to play devil's advocate, he did lose one. Well, that's, <laughs> but that was I, you know that's that an excellent point. That's an excellent point. But that was how it was supposed to go. Well, it really uh, wasn't a just trial, no, anyways. It wasn't. Yeah, it was like a sham. Yeah, and he only had two witnesses against him, and they were that's false right. witnesses. Yeah. Right, who told the 
held the Sanhedrin that he had said he was going to destroy the temple. That's right. Yes. And he was going to build it back. He was talking mm-hmm. about himself. Exactly. Anyway, we don't need to get yeah, into no. all that. We don't need to get into all that. If you want to know, though, hit us up. We'll tell you all about it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. I should have thought about that. Yeah, you know, he is 0-1. So. <laughs> but from here forward, yeah, he, right, he no. wouldn't lose one. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but, you know, that I'm like the same for vaccine. I'm all for people doing what they want to with their kids as long as you're not abusing your kids or anything, which sounds like there was some abuse going on yeah. here. Um, I mean, if you want to raise your kid to believe in the unicorn God, that's cool with me. You know, I mean, not, not what I would do, not what I would recommend you do, but I'm not right. going to try to have your kids taken away from you. If that's, if you believe a talking line is flying you know, spaghetti monster. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, but yeah. you, you don't need to be abusing your kid or your wife either way. I right. mean, uh, I don't care what cult you were brought up. in. Yeah. Right. There, there's no acceptable, uh, religious, you know, backing for either one of those two things. So you've uh, you've already put yourself behind the eight ball to begin with with me. Well, let's move on to another offender who uh, had to, or will have his day in court soon. Mm-hmm. And this is our police. Uh, this is from the Metro Online. Uh, police finally catch serial toilet clogger who targeted <laughs> dozens of bathrooms. So as I was discussing with you earlier, I have never clogged a toilet up in my life i said i have two proud accomplishments in my <laughs> right. life the, the two top ones i mean outside of kids and all that stuff you gotta say i just gotta be honest with you john that's kind of hard for me to believe i've never have you know uh i believe that you believe you've never clogged I, a toilet. I, I haven't <laughs> and now i'll I'm, all right there's several methods <laughs> that you can use to not clog a toilet number one is you don't be afraid to flush during uh, maybe multiple times you know all right i mean you don't want to let it stack up in there is what i'm saying all right that's one uh hope everybody's writing this down yeah right yeah you want to have smart paper usage okay you know i mean i know there's a job to do but don't be afraid to i'm trying there's a method and i'm trying to think of the right way to put it because my friend paul came up with this and it served me well my whole life and uh i'll just put it like this it's a uh, poop flush white flush all right <laughs> yeah that's worked well too that's another one all right uh another thing is don't let it build up before you go like when, it, when you feel the need to go you know like don't put it off you just right. need to go right then you know because i feel like if you wait and you like hold then that next load's getting down in there too <laughs> and then it's all you're going two for one you know <laughs> so that's another thing. So I've never stopped up a toilet. These are the methods that I use. You may, you and others may want to apply it. Okay. And my other proud accomplishments, as I mentioned, is I've never had a cold sore. So um, okay. I'm, I'm very proud of that, too. In fact, I look down on all you who have cold sores so, and who have stopped up toilets like heathens. You know? Well, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. not feeling good about myself right now. <laughs> uh, now, I've unstopped toilets i've unstopped a lot of toilets probably right. more than anyone who's not a licensed plumber because <laughs> at the restaurant they get stopped all the time so i don't understand i mean I, I thought a plunger was just shouldn't that just be standard equipment yeah. when i go into a restroom and there's not a plunger there i'm like you get a little worried <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what's gonna I'm happen like, i'm like this isn't this this bathroom is not up to spec yeah 
the, know. The horrible thing, oh man, I hate we're getting off on this, but <laughs> so yeah, because this dude right here was doing it on purpose. Yeah, right. He wasn't even using no, it, bio, yeah, bio, right. He was, material. Yeah, he was introducing foreign objects, but uh, <laughs> yeah. at, so the restaurant that got stopped up all the time. The thing that bothered me the most was that no one would tell me. All right. And so then like it becomes a problem. It starts overflowing and everything because you were embarrassed to come up and be like, hey, I dropped a load and it wouldn't flush down. You know, I got a Sasquatch log in there. You got to go get out or something. Just come and tell me, you know. Uh Oh, okay. You know what we're going to let's pause right here and then we'll get into the poop story. Okay, so that's a little short break there. Um, That's enough of me and my toilet escapades. (laughs) But uh a repeat offender who deliberately clogged dozens of toilets has finally been caught and arrested. The 33-year-old man stuffed empty bottles of soft drinks into pipes, leaving a blockage and no way for waste to escape. Police posted on Facebook that they arrested a man for a string of vandalism that has been occurring at Dillon Park over the past two years. So did he take these bottles and actually stuff them way down in there so yeah. people didn't know that I guess something so. was in there? Or, you know, if you got to go, you got to go. And if there's a bottle in there or not, you just got to, you can't worry about it. Now that's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all no. you got to do is kick the door open and take one quick peek yeah you want to glance yeah. first of all you want to glance anytime you're sitting down in a in a public restroom yeah because there could be like a snake or there could be a rat there was a guy who was super gluing people i don't know if you remember <laughs> that he would go into like a walmart bathroom and put you know like epoxy or adhesive around the rim and then like you know oh, oh big man. mama goes in there to <laughs> do her business and ends up getting glued, glued to the toilet seat that's horrible it's funny though but it is horrible and he should be punished i'm sure they called him eventually but yeah imagine getting wheeled out of walmart with a toilet seat stuck to your backside that's terrible (laughs) oh man um um they were tipped off by a citizen to find the man police says he's damaged uh, a women's bathroom at a michigan community center at least 30 times in the past two years um it's very inconsiderate, Crystal Storsick. Yes, who, it is. Yeah, who brings her son Grayson to Dillon Park a lot, told ABC. It's really nice to come out here. We love it. Um, the broadcaster said sometimes they can't be removed and the whole whole toilet has to be replaced. It has a cost of about $3,000 to fix the toilet. It, it's cost them about $3,000 to fix the toilet so far. Uh, posters have been stuck up around the bathrooms asking people to stay vigilant and report suspicious activity. <laughs> if you or anyone you know. <laughs> you see somebody walking in here with a Pepsi bottle, just let us know. Give us a heads up. Uh, Sheboygan Police Department posted on Facebook uh, the following. Members of Sheboygan Police Department arrested thir- a 33-year-old Sheboygan man for the string of vandalism that has occurred at Dillon Park over the past two years. The information leading to the arrest was provided by a citizen. The Sheboygan Police Department would like to thank those that provided us with information. So he's off the streets and he's <laughs> locked up. He's not damaging toilets anymore. I just like to know his motivation. I mean, was it just like a? I don't know. I mean, he's thirty-three. It's not like a fifteen-year-old's doing this because right. I could see fifteen-year-old John going, 
Uh, oh, yeah, stopping up his toilet is gonna be this is gonna be so awesome, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't see thirty three year old. All the other kids are gonna think I'm so cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, and other thing, like, are you sticking your whole hand down there in the water to put the bottle in? Because that's some commitment. I'm not. No, <laughs> so. no. Yeah, I would think you know you get it in there and shove it in with like a stick or something. I mean, this is me using my my monkey brain. Yeah. <laughs> hey John, there's your mom. <laughs> there's my mom. Yes, hey mom. <laughs> You know, this is me just using my brain. I guess, you know, you, you put it in there and maybe try to use the plunger to, yeah, to get yeah, it, go right, down the yeah, pipe. But right. there again, that goes back to, is there a plunger? Is this bathroom up to code? Yeah, is, does, there a plunger is there a plunger behind, plunger the, in is there a plunger <laughs> behind the toilet? I don't know, but <laughs> I just don't know why you would want to do it repeatedly at one place, you mm-hmm. know. But there's a lot of weird people in the world, and uh, hopefully he's got a stuffed lion to represent him at his trial. (laughs) (laughs) That speaks the words of Jesus. That's right. It speaks the words of Plumber Dan or whoever. (laughs) Joe the Plumber. Joe the Plumber. That's his (laughs) name. That's who we need on the case. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to fly through this story. This this one comes from the BBC. Dancing FBI agent drops gun during a backflip and shoots a man in the leg. (laughs) Wow. Which... Let me just say right here, that's a heck of a shot. Yeah. Dude, I mean, <laughs> give him the top shot trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, an off-duty FBI agent accidentally shot a bystander in the leg when his gun fell from its holster as he cavorted on the dance floor of a bar in Denver, Colorado, police said. Video was widely shared on Twitter. And it shows the agent strutting his stuff and then performing a backflip. He's a pretty good dancer if you watched it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some moves. The gun falls to the floor, and as the agent goes to grab it, he fires a shot. (laughs) Which, I I understand that this was in the heat of it, but I was always told anytime a firearm, a knife, whatever falls, just let it go. Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) You don't grab it because that's when accidents happen. Well, And that's what happened here. This is why you don't do it. Yeah. So, the fellow customer was hit by the bullet, and he was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injury. So, that's that's good. Yeah. It was non-life-threatening. So he's got a story to tell for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. It is unclear if the agent, who has not been named, will face charges or disciplinary action. The video shows that his wild moves on the dance floor had attracted an appreciative crowd yeah. at the Mile High Spirits and Distillery Bar on oh, Saturday yeah. night. But the mood quickly changed when the gun went off. As shocked patrons look on, the agent retrieves his weapon, holds up his hands, and leaves the floor. <laughs> which I like, to, I like to think he was like tap dancing off. He like I thought he'd be like, you got served. You, know? <laughs> you just got served. Like, like who, was, who was Brittany's sister? Was it? Uh, who was the girl that was lip syncing on SNL and got in trouble? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. It, I wasn't, can't it wasn't Britney Spears' sister. It was somebody else. No, her sister's Jamie Lynn. Surprised I know that. I, that just came out of nowhere in my brain, and I don't know where. I'm amazed. Oh, it was. Je- uh, it wasn't Jessica Simpson, was it? But it, it was, was her sister. Yeah, it was it her was, sister. Yeah. Is it Ashley Simpson? Ashley Simpson. It was Ashley right. Simpson yes. who got. She was yeah. lip syncing on SNL, and she does this little country yes. dance and dances off the stage. That's what, that's what this FBI agent did. <laughs> Yes. Oh man. Well, you know the saying goes: the uh, 
the only thing that stops a dance battle is a good guy with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the NRA would That's have us believe. The NRA says. That's precious, John. <laughs> Thank you. I just thought of that, by the way. I didn't even have that one in the in the barrel. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. But yeah, I would imagine that dude's going to be in a little trouble, you know, with the FBI. I would, I would hope. Well, I mean, accidents. You happen. need at least a, a reprimand. Yeah, I mean, I would just say if you're going to go out and do some backflips on the dance floor, take it out, take one out of the chamber. You know, make sure your safety's <laughs> on. I know, you know, you're a law enforcement agent, and really, you have a lot of no friends. Dan- I mean, well, he it says he was off duty, right? Yeah, but. But you probably got to be ready for action at any time. They say that when you carry a gun, that changes your whole lifestyle. Maybe that means no dance moves. Yeah, right. You true. Know? Or you just hand it to your buddy, like, "Hey, hold my gun. I got to go out here, buddy." The <laughs> beat has got me. Somebody. Yeah, yeah. The beat's got a hold of me. Hold my gun. <laughs> and yeah, you just don't want to chamber up around if you go to flip. So. <laughs> Right, so we want to uh, give another shout out to our sponsor, official sponsor of uh, Earth Oddity Podcast, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spices, uh, CajunCurl.com. Go check it out. Go get your can for yourself if you like to grill, if you like to cook, if you like to eat. If you know anyone who likes to grill, cook, or eat, it's a perfect gift for them. Father's Day is coming up. You know, Dad might want to expand his spice repertoire, you know, get out of the same old, same old. Get him some for it. it it'll be great for him. You know, that's a perfect gift for dad because dads don't get cool gifts like everybody else for the most <laughs> part. We get we get like weed eaters and stuff. But uh but Cajun Curl is amazing. It's great. You've heard us talk about it. We love it. You love it. Everyone who's tried it loves it. So uh, you know, get out and get you some. Uh find it wherever your local grocery is. If they don't have it, tell them they need to carry it. So uh they can get it stocked on the shelves and for us. Um our friends over at Cajun Curl. So CajunCurl.com. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. They got a page. People post up recipes and pictures of all the awesome stuff they cook. It'll make you hungry just being in that Facebook group. So uh, check them out. Well, for our reviews this week, we have, well, we didn't have any iTunes reviews this week. No, none (laughs) this week. So we're going to read a Facebook review. All right. And this one comes from uh, Jesse Kahat. And she reviewed Earth Oddity Podcast, and she says, One of my new favorite pods. It's a great break from all the true crime that I listen to, and it's something I can actually listen to with my kids around. The guys are hilarious, and the stories are too funny. I legitimately laugh out loud several times each episode. Thank you so much, Ms. Cott, for reviewing us on Facebook, as well as iTunes. Right. Yeah, Jesse's the one who has... uh Pearls from My Mom podcast. Yeah, Pearls from My Mom. You should, yes. you all should check it out, too. It's a great podcast. Yeah, it's really awesome, and uh, it, it's it's a good one to do. You know, I wish I would have had that idea. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. my mom's definitely got some pearls she's dropped over the years. But, yeah, thank you. If you're, if you're listening, join our Facebook group. If you're not a member, if you already are a member, it's Earth Oddity Podcast. Review it there. You know, give us five stars. You know, we really, like I said, we say all the time, we want to interact with you guys. And uh, we want to be able to get your thoughts and hang out mm-hmm. socially over social media with you. You know, I mean, 
I don't want you coming to my house, but other than that, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You come over to my house. Yeah, well, I'll go to Tiny's house. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to have to clean up for just you to come Just don't tell over. my wife <laughs> well, you're like coming. A bunch just of random people just start showing just up. Just show up so I can tell my wife, well, I didn't know they were coming yeah, over, but coming. hey, you know what? We need, to, we need to be like Jesus and yeah. love people. But you get so. in there and cook some food. <laughs> I'm going to take them out in the backyard and hang out for a while. But yeah, you know, really... You know, interact with us. We want to interact with you. Um, we also got, yeah, we got an email too, right? Yeah, we also got an anonymous email. We, right. we don't know who this. We don't know from, who it is. But the title of the email is "Back to Episode Zero. So this person dug back so in the they, archives. They dug way back in the yes. archives. We weren't even a podcast yet. This was Episode yeah. Zero. This was us just playing around. <laughs> yeah, this practicing. was us. This was us just checking out the new uh, recorder. Yeah. It says, I don't know about spontaneously combusting, but now that I think about it, some farts are flammable. Okay. Poor guy must have had really bad gas. All right. Which, I, if I remember correctly, we had had a story that yeah. dealt with a man who just somehow mysteriously caught on fire. Right. And I think I think he did perish. Yeah, yeah, he died. But that nobody could tell why he caught on fire, right. and we yeah. discussed spontaneously human combustion. That's kind of yeah. what I was talking about. Like, I, I think... I don't know if it's possible or not, but I think it may be possible. Right. And I don't think it's voodoo or yeah. paranormal. I think maybe the human body, because of certain bio materials that yeah. are flammable, and also we, you know, there's bioelectricity in the body. Right. Yes. You know, may, maybe static electricity. Static Who electricity. knows? Maybe, maybe. I mean, obviously, if it's possible, it's rare. But may, maybe people can catch on fire. Well, I don't know. and like you said. As Wear I, as flame any, retardant clothing. As any teenage boy knows, you can light a fart on fire. <laughs> so if he did like a good seat rattler and got some static electricity in like the perfect conditions, maybe he caught himself perfect on conditions. fire. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't no know. voodoo doll required. Yeah, no voodoo doll required. But yeah, you can light a fart on fire if you didn't know that. And maybe... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe spontaneously, spontaneous human combustion is possible. Maybe. Right. Maybe there's been alleged cases of it for mm-hmm. a long time. So, you know, there may be something there. Right. Uh, I don't know. Or it may be a convenient way to burn up your loved one and say <laughs> they just burst into flames. I don't know. <laughs> I would like to think that that would get figured out, but who knows? Yeah, but you know, thirty, forty years ago. Maybe the interesting cases are sometimes when someone's they find somebody's remains, but like the rest of the apartment is yeah intact you know, yeah it's intact right. it was just that one spot yeah and the person didn't smoke or they weren't on oxygen or something i will say if the lord decides to call me home if i could burn like that you know that would be kind of a cool way to go out oh not me man oh yeah no i mean i'm gonna be in my sleep or whatever yeah but yeah i think that'd be cool i, I would like lightning go. strike would be cool i would like to go during <laughs> you know. uh, yeah yeah i mean that'd be a good one that's probably top number one for everybody yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's number one for everybody. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, outside of that, yeah, you know, I always thought lightning strike would be cool, just so my kids can tell everybody, you know, like daddy got killed by a lightning bolt. Yeah. you know, that'd be kind of cool. I get some lightning bolts on my tombstone, mm-hmm. you know, just to you know keep it. I don't know to remind everybody morbidly about their dad died. If I had to go and I could choose my own way, I think I would like to be on an asteroid okay. that is fixing to destroy the Earth. All right. And me and all of my uh, buddies have drilled a hole into the asteroid <laughs> and we put a bomb down there. <laughs> but because so-and-so was an idiot, they messed up the remote detonator and I have to stay behind on the asteroid and manually detonate it. the Man. asteroid to save the Earth. That would make a really good movie. <laughs> That's how I would want to go if I could go any way I chose. All I really wish is, <laughs> however I go, you know, 
Um, I hope I don't die and show up in heaven, and then the next day Jesus is like, "Well, guys, I'm going back to get everybody." You know, I'll be so upset. You, know? you just couldn't come a day early. Yeah, like, come on, man! You just couldn't let me wait one day, especially if you were like crushed by an anaconda or yeah, something so, horrifying. Uh, yeah, like really painful. I show up and Jesus is like, "All right, hey angels, all right, everybody get together. I'm about to go back. I'm about to run roughshod, and then we're gonna call everybody home." You know. I would be so upset. (laughs) Well. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, whether you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Acast, Overcast, Podcast Republic, CastBox. No matter where you get us, we thank you so much. Yeah, uh, we appreciate your support and listening. You know, hit us up on all our social media. We're at Twitter, at underscore Earth Oddity. On Instagram, same handle, at underscore uh, Earth Oddity. And Uh, you can email the show. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Yep. And we look forward to hearing from you. If you haven't left a review yet, please go leave us a review because it helps us expand our reach and get into new listeners' heads. Right, yeah. If we post the show up on uh, Facebook, you know, and you want to... If you want to be maybe a little bit naughty, hit that naughty share button. Share us with your friends. <laughs> you yeah. know? All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And we want y'all to have a nice week and we will see y'all next week. Thank y'all so much. All right, we're out of here. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, the show's over. Run your steel woods to me.